0: For half a second, <laughs> I'll tell you something right now. I had the most refreshing time of belly laughter with Jesus Christ today of my entire life. <laughs> deep calling under deep at the belly roar of Jesus Christ. (laughs) Oh, Oh. Oh, my belly roared when I said that. That was so loud. You might have picked that up on the microphone. (laughs) Hallelujah. Sincere in the near beer, which is Shekinah, the fountain of the lamb hallelujah glory and we have glorified personalities to go along with our sound doctrine <laughs> getting our garments dry clean no bleached whiter than snow whiter than lamb's wool in the feast of the logos written word emanating the radiant Shekinah of Rabbi Yahweh of hosts, Jesus Christ. (laughs) It's kind of cool to call him Rabbi, huh? Rabbi Jesus. Joshua. No. Rabbi Josh. Chill out, man. You know, they get weird sometimes. That's when you just have to give him a chill pill. (laughs) You got into some religion. You got into some rebellion. You need to come back to the narrow path of the chill pill. Yeah, they can feel that little tension out there. Stress.
1: (gasps) My interpretation. (laughs) My doctrine.
0: Oh, man. Here's what Jesus Christ says come to the well and just fall in. This well is Shekinah himself. It's the radiance of the Holy Ghost. I tell you the truth, apart from the Holy Ghost you can do nothing. That's what John 14 says. Apart from me, John 15 and 14, you can do absolutely Jack Diddley Squat. Jack Diddley Squat. That's the Appalachian translation. Mm Mm-hmm. (laughs) <laughs> the Moonshine Translation, which is the yasad of the Shekinah. Mm. Where do you get all these words? From Jesus Christ, Lord of hosts. <laughs> there is a language of the angels that will be taught, believers, and the angels will actually correct your behavior to learn the ways of your heavenly father, the king of angel armies, the king of nations, the king of heaven, the king of everything. He's the king of earth, too. (laughs) There ain't a single thing that God the father in heaven ain't the king of. So he's never stressed out about anything. Those who know their God rest in perfect peace believe it? Now, if you yada know him, you taste and drink from the perfect peace of your father in the third heaven. If you don't, you might be watching Breitbart or Fox News and really concerned about Joe Biden or Ukraine or Elon Musk and why he's got an upside down cross on his Twitter profile. And he. Announced yesterday that he's going to be the world's next trillionaire. Oh, Jesus. So, the nations are in turmoil or chaos, the Bible says, but God broods over them as a brooding mother hen. You get into God, you get out of the nations. You come above the nations. Ask and I will give you the nations as your inheritance says Yahweh of hosts. Amen. Amen. Now he's going to ask something of you to be cleansed through and through. He's going to ask you to clean up. He's going to ask you to change your behavior. He's going to ask you to become just exactly like him and no longer even a reflection of him, of him. no longer even a, a prophetic reflection. God's going to ask you to shine forth face to face not dimly as though in a reflection which is the prophetic prophecy ceases in these places and the apostolic comes forth in these places where you're not reflecting but you're beaming so a reflection the bible says is a definition of the prophetic something so far greater than the prophetic is here it's the apostolic the apostolic is not a dim reflection prophets prophesy in part as reflections of the light of God and the Word of God which is the Shekinah radiance that's why it says dimly it's a measurement of light if you read the Bible now the apostolic when you're sanctified and come forth an apostolic which we really haven't seen since the first century I know we've had bits and tastes and pieces we've had a little bit of William Brenham we've had glimpses into the Apostolic but we haven't had it established since the Apostles of the Lamb not in the maturity that God the Father calls apostolic we have infants that are Apostles no doubt real Apostles that are in infant form but they're actually functioning more as prophets since they're still reflections the true Apostolic is the rising and shining where you're no longer a reflection, you're no longer a moon, you're now a sun. The moon is likened to the prophet, and the sun is likened to the apostle. Truth anyhow. And the moon reflects the sun, so it is accurate. It is divine light. It is Shekinah. It is an emanation of the New Testament, the Word of God, John 1, the New Torah. In the beginning was the Torah the word (laughs) and he was with God in the beginning and he was God himself the logos is God the logos is Jesus Christ Yahweh of angel armies he was with God in the beginning he is fully creator God Jesus of Nazareth amen So the words made flesh dwelt among us. We have seen His glory. The glory of the only begotten of God. The glory of God's only spoken word. (laughs) So when we grow in Christ, we grow first in the prophetic. Maybe not all of you. Some of you grow in evangelism. You might just be inside a pastoral covering. You might be inside a, a prophetic covering. But... Now you're going to be under an apostolic covering, a rim of the ark of the poles and the rings of Moses' tabernacle, not in the wilderness, but in the promised land, which is celestial. Malachi chapter 4, arise and shine because the son of righteousness is rising in your hearts. Now Peter says the same thing until the morning star rises in our hearts and our day fully dawns which means we're no longer dim reflections the Bible says when you're born again you get a down payment a deposit of future glory of brilliance of radiance of Shekinah and Kavad and it's just a tiny little taste it's a dim reflection that's why The Apostle Paul forbids any young believers to be in places of leadership. You've been in the glory two years, three years, five years, ten years. I mean, you're disqualified. Just absolutely no chance of being in any position of leadership. It is written, until you arise and shine and aren't dim reflections and become out-raying brilliances. Out-raying radiances. In different measures of brilliance, and radiance of the word of God Jesus Christ in you, Christ in you the hope of realizing Shekinah which is glory finding the source of light and life to grow as a plant back to God the Father in heaven hallelujah amen so how high can you grow in the Holy Ghost glow we have turned it into works like I'm gonna take my little dim reflection and go out here and do works and build ministries by them watching my works isn't that how it is out there It's exactly how it is Apostle Paul said the same thing in his day everyone has their own interests in mind speaking of believers speaking of the gifts of the spirit speaking of tongues and prophecy even the apostolic witness and the witness of the resurrection Peter was using it for favor with the Jews and Paul called them out as a hypocrite come on now apostolic hypocrisy and now I know we don't have any of that in America today but good luck trying to find a youth pastor because nowadays they're all apostles which means they're not dim reflections they're the outraying sunshine of God the Father incarnate We just want them all to come into our churches so we don't even need lights or electricity anymore. Amen? Oh! Or guess not. I guess they're just all fake and phony and a bunch of wannabes because they haven't even gone through the prophetic. Which means learning how to be a reflection, how to be a moon before you're a sun or you're a total liar and a fraud and a complete prophetic fake and a total apostolic flake. And that's the truth anyhow. Uh, You can't even fathom being a sun until you've learned to be a moon. That's what Revelation says. The Lamb will be their moon, lamp, and the Father will be their sun, shine, radiance. Woo! Now, where you are at, I know where you are at. You might not know where you are at. You are learning how to be moons. Oh, yes 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 you will learn how to be a moon and then you'll be clothed in the Sun Revelation twelve one. it is written and all the other star stuff and splendor stuff and radiant stuff and second heaven stuff and promised land stuff and wrestling principalities of celestial body stuff of actual maturity which sons SUN's of righteousness actually do you will be familiar with it through actual experience in those places but until the bride is a moon she cannot be a Deborah until the bride learns faithfulness as a reflection as a mirror she will never be the outraged splendor Of a mature bride a much 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 more mature bride that she can't even fathom cuz she's still learning how to be a moon born-again Holy Ghost believers in all the earth you are learning how to become a full moon a faithful Rachel that's the word of God Joseph's dream my mom Rachel was the full moon amen (laughs) now Leah was a zero moon and the other two were like slivers how many all know none of that matters there's one bride and the slivers and the non-existent moon like Lilith and her husband Samuel king and queen of demons they're all just getting burned away king and queen of religious demons there's stuff more ancient here in the heavens than even Jezebel Jezebel is under rank and authority of the classification of principalities under demon gods. There's worse stuff than Jezebel, guys, and that's the worst all of you have ever experienced as you learn to become the moon. Truth. When you are a full moon, a radiant reflection of the sun, which means mature in the prophetic, standing on the moon, then you learn to begin to be clothed in the sun and wear the times and seasons that the stars were created for in Genesis 1 I create the stars for times and seasons says the Lord of hosts Jesus Christ Genesis 1 it is written it's exactly what the Bible says which means in order to be crowned with the times and seasons the crowning of the cosmos and the ability of the heavens and the mystical realms that are the promised land of all Christians today as they become second heavens Israel which is exactly what's prescribed in the book of Revelation despite popular opinion out here in church buildings made by human hands this is a celestial Israel this is a cosmic Israel this is a And Israel of God, Israel is the Hebrew word, which means son of God, prince of God, which means you're actually mature, which means you're an outreign brilliance of God and no longer just a dim reflection. When you're a dim reflection, your doctrine is honestly pretty crappy. It'll be right in your own eyes. You can have a million people in your churches and a million people following online. But in God's eyes, it's very immature. And that's the problem down here, is we have Dim Reflection Ministries, Worldwide International Inc., with a 501c3 on every street corner, and it's Dim Reflection Teaching. Which means the prophetic has never yielded to the apostolic ever in this generation to date. And that could be the Apostles' fault for being so immature, because the Apostles are Dim Reflections themselves so i'm not going to sit up here and say oh it's their fault or this person's fault you know like adam and eve after the fall it's the serpent's fault it's the woman's fault or blaming god or some kind of nonsense it's just altogether chaos and immaturity but we have a brooding mother hen brooding over the chaos of the apostolic and the prophetic immaturity in all the earth and all the body of christ and all the tribes Of every church, of every realm of believers, and the worlds they live in, and their set doctrines and belief systems, and everyone's got different belief systems. The issue is getting into the belief systems of Father God as sunshine. Woo! When you begin to do that, and change, and repent, and no longer be dim reflections of whatever crap you believed in, whatever culture you come out of, dashed to pieces like pottery. Jesus Christ, red letters. Now you begin to shine through your spirit in the Shekinah in agreement with the Father. Now there's an apostolic generation predestined for ordained that is still yet to be hatched. A hatching Hebrew word rockoff, means to break off the external shell that you're trained in. It's your, your DNA. It's your belief systems. It's your culture. It's your current economic status, it's your current level of education truth anyhow it's its your tax bracket it's your culture, it's your society it's your inner city or it's your countryside that's where you're at and that's in the animal that's in the dust of the earth many shall arise from the dust of the earth which means all the earthliness I mean all of it all of it. The good, the bad, the ugly, and some of it, even God. You're going to rise from God. Why? Yeah, because the spirit of truth will lead you into all truth. You go from spirit of truth, God, to greater spirit of truth, more God. Amen. So you had a little God, and no one's denying that. He just wants more. God's a businessman. He expects more. Just say more. More of God and less of God. You, (laughs) more of God and less of the dust of the earth more of God the Father's radiance and less of your stealing and robbing of His splendor and glory by your human interpretation of New Testament New Torah of Rabbi is what they call them Jesus Christ and we're going to start really really hitting home on promised land realities using the terminology from Scripture because we are red-letter ministries. Which means you will have to get into Israel. You will have to get into heavenly, cosmic Jerusalem. You will have to get rid of all of your earthly Jerusalem and get into all the heavenly Jerusalem. You ain't going to have heavenly Jerusalem if you're stuck and cleaving and clinging To earthly Jerusalem. Earthly Jerusalem, which is your earthly religiosities, your earthly doctrines, your earthly abilities, that's what's holding you back. That's all the measure of pride you currently have that's measurable by angels that aren't here to attack you. They're here to save you. Ministering spirits sent to help those inheriting salvation. If you want to inherit salvation, you can only do it through the ministry of Yahweh of hosts. Now that's written about 243 times in the Bible, which means the primary function of Jesus Christ, if you read the Bible, is Lord of hosts, lording the hosts. Now we got a terminology, we get a tattoo, or you know, we're more religious, we just have a banner in our church that has the name of God on it. Yahweh Sabaoth, Yahweh Sibiot, Yahweh with the W, Yahweh with the V. You know, like and we're better than the. I tell you the truth, it's about function, not about form. Frickin' Pharisees. So I tell you the truth now, that now that name will become a function in the unction! Now that name will be inscribed on your very spirit and soul. How to actually cooperate with angels that ain't going to listen to you. Born again, I got the blood of Jesus. I got the Crisco on my doorpost. I've been speaking in tongues eight hours a day, Lord Jesus. You better listen to me. I've been fasting for 40 days twice a year. For the last 40 years, God better listen to me. No, God doesn't listen to you. Sorry. Oh, he hears my prayer. Sort of. Now, let me explain. He listens to his nature formed in you. He doesn't listen to the Babel of Pagans or Babylonian prayer, which is every part of you that's unsanctified that hasn't been transformed by the renewing of your mind, by the washing of the water of the word, he doesn't listen to it. It's not him. It's not of his race, of his kind, of his kingdom. It's just you and the earth pretending to be Christian. He don't listen to any of that. Why? Because if he did, he'd listen to sin. There's no sin before a holy God. It doesn't mean he's angry at you. He's angry at sin. He wants to invite you into the holy holies. How do we get in? Through the blood of the Lamb! Just say the blood of the Lamb. Blood of the Lamb! Yes! Yes! Where? On the doorpost, which is your forehead, since your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, New Covenant, 1 Corinthians six nineteen. Now, if you've been drinking... Some other kind of poison from a lion spirit, you might not have the blood of the lamb on your forehead in the doorpost, and so the angel of death has gone into you. Which means you're full of crap, man. You're full of crap, woman. So, in order to get the manure pile of the earth, which is the biblical terminology of Apostle Paul of his former life as a Pharisee, being perfect under the law, that's what he said Pharisee of Pharisee, according to the law, perfect. It's his own words. That's scripture now, don't look at me like that. He said that, perfect according to the law, but it's according to the angels, an antichrist. My God, people. It's like we applaud antichrists in Christianity, and we don't even obey the angels, honor the angels, or any nature of the angels sent to help you inherit salvation. Your measure of success in this lifetime is how many angels you have in your soul and around your soul. Your body's the temple of the kingdom of heaven. That's what Luke 17:21 says. That your body is the temple of the kingdom of God. Zion. City of angels. Now, if that's some external thing to you, and you've never cooperated, obeyed one thing sent from God of a commandment on the holy mountain that only comes from angels, you don't believe that stuff because you're living in darkness. If you're in darkness, it's not about the angelic and learning the protocol of, of coming into God's presence and learning how to be with the cherubim and the seraphim and the ophanim and constantly transformed by their culture that changes not. You're still down here in earth culture, Christian abomination culture, the culture of earthly iniquity in a swamp of self-righteousness, and self-justifying against the angels and they're just waiting for someone to throw the staff of righteousness of Moses into the swamp called the earth and set the nations free isn't that what Moses did we can't drink the water it's poison what's poison? the name of the serpent that tempted Eve we can't drink the water of the earthly that's right that's what the Bible says We need to drink the living water of the heavenly. So, the apostle, representing Moses, threw a staff of righteousness, the cross of his blood, into the water so you could eat and drink from the tree of life and the fountain of life in the earth and rise. How many all know when you begin to eat and drink from the tree of life, it will spring up in you as a fountain of eternal life and you'll never Thirst again, John chapter 4 it is written, woman at the well. So if you're continuously thirsting for other things, you have not yet sprung up young saplings. In fact, you probably got an incubator around the sprite of your spirit in the dim reflection and God's wanting to brood over you with the Shekinah of the new Torah of Rabbi Yahshua Hamashiach. Oh, we're getting there oh yeah you see that oh that's holy that's Jerusalem stuff right there every rabbi in Israel just shuddered on that one hallelujah <laughs> you know I had a time with Jesus today and it was in lion form and the lion of the tribe of Judah and I cause we're so intimate together in this body with all the, the meditation and revelation and Ascension and Shekinah and glory. It's glory to glory, 23 years and counting. And today was the most glorious day of my life because of Jesus. Jesus. Wasn't because of offerings, wasn't because of harvest. (laughs) Three people, welcome. Amen. Three people came into RLM today. Welcome. Yeah. Three person harvest. Hey. (laughs) It's like, you three donations. Oh, prosperity. The Lord rejoices in the prosperity of a servant. You get three donations from all the planet Earth. I ain't complaining. I had the best day of my life. You know it's not about circumstances and situations around here. It's about the Master. It's about the Lord and King of Glory. It's about Yahweh of hosts being inscribed upon my heart, not just being in moon land as dim reflection. And it can be a bright reflection. I'm not against reflecting. You have to reflect until you shine. I'm not against the narrow path. Are you kidding me? I love reflecting. I enjoyed my childhood in the Lord intensely. I broadcast the whole thing of my childhood on YouTube the last 17 years. You've never seen me having a bad day. It was always fun and happy and persecuted because we're more joyful every day. Truth, anyhow there was some sorrows but they quickly turned to joy quickly and I'm telling you now we have graduated into a dimension of the apostolic that God the Father calls apostolic and I, I just pray please test Red Letter Ministries as being true Apostles the more you test us the brighter will shine <laughs> you know we just love it we were tested in the reflection of our youth now we're gonna be tested in the brilliance of our maturity when you're young you acted young and you did all kinds of goofy stuff when you're mature you put away the childish things which means you're putting away just the moonshine for what sunshine oh the dawning of day the true apostolic what god the father calls sunshine what god the father calls jacob the son, what god the father calls sipharet the son, what god the father calls orjares the mighty warrior the name of the book of enoch for Tamas of the sun. These realms of blazing brilliance of no longer being reflecting. And in the Shekinah, honestly guys, it hasn't been dim from the beginning. It has never been dim in Red Letter Ministries. There's always been bright moon shining. I see a full moon blazing in this place. It's been Rachel's city around here. Whether it be outside or inside, whether it be in spirit or in soul, whether it be in hardship or suffering, persecution, misunderstanding, whether it be in all the things we face, it has been a glorious moonshine realm of reflecting the word of God from heaven. It has been absolutely wonderful and I'm just so thankful for the narrow path. What we are coming into is not even going to be remotely similar. The only thing similar is it's the same light just amplified like hundreds and hundreds of times more. And instead of reflecting, it'll be actually being the source shining. That's the flip, my brothers and sisters in Christ, of going from prophet to apostle by God the Father and the archangel's definition you need that sonship weos true sonship true maturity definition because you have a lot of people from the previous generation that are apostles I mean my God you cannot throw a pebble from the rock of ages and not hit an apostle in the USA they're on every street corner if you google apostle you'll have 40,000 churches up here on google you know that? You get these people, especially in the African culture, they always put their title before their name. Here's what will be inside your name when you're real. I know, And I want you to be apostles. This is not competition, envy, and strife. This is not immaturity. You're not in dim land around here. You're in bright sunshine land. This is we wish you were all blazing stars, blazing suns, and not mere reflections. We want you to mature. You will never find competition in true apostolic ministry. You will never find envy and strife in true apostolic ministry. You will in false apostolic ministry. Oh, big time. And you will in prophetic ministry. Huge. Huge, huge, huge. Because mainly it's a billion dollar business in America. Because the prophetic church is a multi billion dollar business in the USA and they don't want to admit it, but touch their money and you'll see. Now, God doesn't want his money touched. So it's not about just stealing and not caring if you're being stolen from. I mean the wages of sin or death, look what happened to Judas Iscariot who was robbing the treasury of Messiah for three and a half years. <laughs> you know? Disemboweled eaten by worms and rotting in Tartarus hell forever with demons continuously murdering him. That's the fate of Judas Iscariot because he stole from Jesus during his earthly ministry. So it'll be the same fate for all that steal from the apostles today because it's Jesus Christ shining through them, the bright morning star. We're not against judgment. We're not for the termination of brothers and sisters. We're for the termination of the thief that comes to rob and steal. Because it's the very definition of the nature of Satan and his demons according to the red letters of the Bible. And I tell you the truth, guys. Woo! We have trained thousands. Tens of thousands. I've been in full-time ministry for 17 years in the Shekinah and Kavad of God and the vast majority wanted the things of God for their own personal gain I'm not saying minority it's like 99 percent if I were to say 90 percent I'd be lying to you so far my witness in apostolic ministry has been 99 percent want the things of the Holy Ghost want the gifts of the Spirit Want accurate words of knowledge to ooh and ah on Facebook Live? They want this stuff to bless their houses. Oh my God. (laughs) They want this stuff to be successful as businessmen. They have turned my father's house into a marketplace. A den of thieves. With all of the things of the glory since Azusa Street. Azusa Street shut down William Seymour and the Manifest Shekinah, grabbing snow cones of glory, Los Angeles, 1906 to 1916, and began to paint body parts on using the Shekinah of Jesus Christ. You know that? True story. That's the revival history of the whole planet Earth. Now, in 1916, William Seymour stood up and said, this revival is going to end. You know what? It, why it ended? because of greed and selfishness and it's split into the blacks forming church of God in Christ and the whites forming the assemblies of God okay so that's how the origin of the charismatic the glory stream the prophetic and the manifest sons of God that's our revival origin and it's full of blunders y'all it's full of ugly I mean and if we're not lying and you know cover your ears if you got a PG diet it's fugly it's fugly. It's been fugly. Frickin' ugly, man. Ha <laughs> ha ha ha. Refrigerator ugly. Like it's never been cleaned, like some of y'all watching right now. Yeah. That's a word of knowledge for you. Yep. I know, I can smell it from here. It smells like some kind of acid. It smells like apple cider vinegar mixed with rotten hot dogs. What is that? That's your refrigerator. Because it's refrigerator ugly. It's. Woo! It needs deliverance, amen. I just pray for y'all right now in Jesus' name for the food you eat to be clean in the glory. Jesus. Bless their government cheese. <laughs> Holy Ghost, no. You can go, I used to go to the food bank. I used to be homeless. I uh, started out in the dumpster as a dumpster diver in 2006. God said, sell everything you have. And start from scratch. And come from a wealthy family on both mom's side and dad's side. Completely cut off from all of them just to learn faith. And never called upon them for anything. Ever. Okay? And I learned faith the hard way from zero. Living in condemned housing. Dumpster diving for food. Okay? Believing rich people were evil. Success was an enemy because of huge poverty Principality mixed in with religiosity and that's about where people start when you start from religion or even the assemblies of God which is what I come out of in the USA. And it was a very dim reflection, y'all. Then I started to get discipled more by the, the prophetic circles by angels bringing me Bob Jones and angels bringing me David Hogan in 2006 and introducing me into some actual prophetic and apostolic success in our generation and I began to rise out of the dumpster fire of my origins I began to arise out of Tartarus blazing burning hell of satanic poverty and satanic religion and I began to learn God's ways more accu- accurately through suffering and so since we started literally from the lowest of the low that could possibly exist in American society also I spent 20 years down in Mexico so in Mexican society I mean I was there a lot I had over 55 stamps on my passport I filled out so many passports I had to get new passports because my dad lived in Mazatlan when I went to Teen Challenge in the year 2000 so I went into Sinaloa to Mazatlan my dad didn't live in a big mansion back back then he lived in an apartment in the slums right next to the dirt floors he did My dad didn't care Vietnam vet I mean he's used to a foxhole had some intense PSD from Vietnam he's a marine and a forward observer in Mike company in 1966 in Vietnam so there was there was some severe damage from the war so my dad didn't really care about the conditions that he lived in and so it forced me to live in some of the most extreme conditions known to man more extreme than a lot of people live in Africa more extreme than third world nation in Africa it was worse than the worst of the worst at times than anything in existence in Mexico now that's not normal that's because of Vietnam but because I faced those things and things that I cannot even utter because it's just so inappropriate and I want to honor my dad in the cloud of witnesses because he really did his best but I faced the most extreme conditions possible that you could ever imagine. What that did, it constantly broke me down physically, mentally, morally, spiritually to only have God in my spirit. (laughs) And literally, most of my training in the Apostolic, nothing else. No other source of food, no other source of drink, no other source of life. No other source of breath. Even the next heartbeat not even promised at times because it was so intense. And there was so much death around me. I mean, literal death. There'd be times we'd go in Sinaloa and they'd open refrigerators and it would just be decapitated heads. Just heads, y'all. There'd be times going to where my dad lived and there'd be just heads in the road. You've heard of them, the Sinaloa Cartel and the Mexican Mafia and all of the cartel wars in Mexico. God had me in the midst of that for 20 years. I was within two blocks of Shorty Guzman, head of the Sinaloa Cartel. Both times he was captured by the Mexican Marines, not the U.S. Marines, the Mexican Marines, which is their highest trained military, like their secret service in the nation of Mexico it was within two blocks in the same area both times they got the head of the most powerful cartel on planet earth okay I was, I was there y'all I was there this is like worse than Mogadishu this is worse than most marines in Vietnam they were combat vets in 1966-1967 Tet Offensive Realities And so the training that we've had in the apostolic is the most extreme, continuously facing of death since I've been born again and before I was born again as well. 24 different states before I was 18. They had my face on milk carton boxes. I watched my dad arrested by the FBI twice before I was 18. Went to four different high schools, expelled from two of them went to so many different elementaries and junior highs I can't even remember them all right now as I'm talking to you started in Galveston Texas ended up graduating from alternative school locked up in Teen Challenge Minneapolis Minnesota in the year of 2000 is when I end up graduating so all of that from birth to the present time it has been extreme war. You know, that's the price you pay as a apostle. I just want you to understand that is for a real apostle, they will pay those prices. Paul will have a similar testimony. 14 plus three years in Arabia. I mean, let's talk to John on Patmos, y'all. I'm not up here boasting alone of what I've gone through to pay the price for this kind of shekinah and interpretation. That is normal apostolic territory. For every real apostolic, David Hogan has similar testimonies. So, do everyone called, predestined, foreordained to be sent messengers, the apostolic, the special messengers, and the head of the body of Christ. This is the price you pay for teaching in the sun in radiance. Rebecca has an apostolic calling on her life, and she's functioning in the radiance as a son this season this season, in her righteous teachings. Why is that different than anything else? Why is it different? Why does it need to be honored much more highly and much more strictly? Because it's not a dim reflection land. And the price you pay to be a radiant son, to be an apostle, is so severe that you often face the angel of death, not just when you're born again, Since birth. Understand that now. Understand that the true apostles of this generation have faced arch enemy, antichrist, angel of death, Abaddon, and Apollyon from birth. Okay? From birth. This is going to restore honor to the body of Christ. Would you understand the price that is paid to teach you the promises? of the word of God that are for your lives it is extremely costly and I'm not here to say oh we need to worship man you know how these antichrists are out out here are they don't want you to worship man we don't want you to worship man either we want you to honor man and honor woman that is sent and called from God we want to cultivate an honor system inside the Shekinah so that we can be one without strife if you understand the history and the testimony of the sent messenger from god the father and the lord jesus christ in the radiant glory you're going to handle the news much differently than if you just come with a judgmental religious attitude like oh just another bible college graduate just another person that's gone through an internship program through an apostolic ministry if you begin to understand the history you will have a different attitude towards the messenger truth anyhow okay what is the history of the message It's called the Old Testament that's why the Corinthians could not honor the word and got into temple prostitution and got into all kinds of blasphemy they got into incesticide They were speaking in tongues and having sex with penises and vaginas with their relatives in the book of Corinthians. Now, stick with me. That's pretty disgusting. Why? Because they didn't honor the history. They couldn't understand the history of the holiness of Israel and the Jews. When you understand the history, there is a reverence for the presentation of the Word of God. Which is the instruction of New Torah, which is real rabbinical New Covenant ministry. Now, rabbinical should be the apostolic. Now, if you got rabbis out here that aren't apostles, you know, they're not really rabbis, they're not really apostles. But if you have rabbis or teachers, rabbis Hebrew teachers, apostolic teachers, inspired, sent messengers that are true sunshine rays of the interpretation of the written New Testament word of God, you are in the presence of God the Father and His angels every single word that pours forth from their holy circumcised mouths. Now, when you begin to drink and eat from true New Covenant, New Testament sunshine apostolic rabbis, (laughs) <laughs> whose interpretation cost them everything since they were born I think the reaction to the word out here in charismatic land will be quite different quite, quite different we can easily, now this is the thing you know, I want you to question some stuff, why do some ministries have immediate honor why do other ministries have immediate dishonor Now you need to look at this because this will test all of your hearts. And you need to be tested in your hearts, and you need to be tested in your minds, and you need to be tested in your flesh to get everything out that's not God. Why do so many prophetic ministries out there immediately have some kind of honor? It's like without even trying, there's just 10,000 times 10,000 just sailing away in what they're saying today. And other ministries, now I'm telling you now, many other ministries that will come forth with the manifesting sons of God. Many ministries that are outreying brilliance ministries. And this isn't an envious strife or a competition. This is not hating on Benny Hinn and his million followers. Followers, I love Benny Hinn. This is not hating on Joel Osteen and his 10 million followers. I love Joel Osteen. This is for you to understand angelic measurements and discern spirits to grow in wisdom to kill beasts to be more mature priests on the holy mountain truth anyhow so if there is not a reaction in the spirit and the soul and the flesh of the believer to the ministry that means there's no challenge to how much of god is currently in them it's easy to accept right that's exactly right there's no resistance to so many because of their elevation and their measurement of actual Shekinah which is a measurable size of the sword of the spirit and the burning blazing presence of the garden of righteousness of God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ and all the holy angels now the holy angels carry swords Gabriel carries a great sword Gabriel killed a lot of the giants you know that Go, Gabriel, Book of Enoch. First Enoch was Bible and Scripture for the first 500 years of Christianity. Jesus Christ, the same description in Enoch is in Revelation 1, exactly. Woolly hair, Buddha burnished bronze, every single aspect detailed perfectly Enoch and Revelation, okay? Now, in Enoch's rendition, that man says to Archangel Gabriel, Go and smite the giants! Now, I thought Gabriel was the nice, merry birth story of baby Jesus. Swaddling cloth. We got all of our little sculptures of him. We set out our nativity scenes, right? We set out our nativity scenes and we got Gabriel there. Gabriel looks so harmless. Now, if you get rid of your false Gabriel and get into real Gabriel, the Bible says that he is the angel that killed all of the giants in the Nephilim. Which means this one is, like, intensely fierce. The one that you're comfortable with, I'm sure it's probably a demon. Because there's no challenge of belief systems, it's your theology, it's your delusion. The real one is the giant killer, according to the Bible. So here's the same exact problem with everyone. We got all these vain external ideas, all this iniquity doctrine, all this theology in our brains, all this book study, all this book learning, all this church learning and church studying. We've done it all in like white picket fences, haven't we? Not everyone. I know there's some Rambos out there. I know who I'm talking to. But the vast majority, 99%, have had their Christianity in books. Which means it doesn't work outside the street corner. You can't take what you which you know a lot of you some can take iniquity they can take very powerful demons and go do lying signs and wonders wonders and have street ministry and Queensbridge. why because they're a higher ranking demon than the crackhead demon and the the crack cocaine demon and the murder demon inside the gangsters religious demons are of higher rank than the crack cocaine demons so you need to understand that because that's half these idiots out doing evangelism right now also they're just total freaking pharisees they think because they have a higher ranking demon it's like i'm out here doing street ministry you can really honor my ministry just watch my videos that don't mean nothing to god zero what matters to god jesus christ read letters yada shekinah which means you're obedient to the angelic commandment truth anyhow that you have taken my word and bore its fruit and have returned back to the Father in heaven. And if you ain't going up with it, you're down here working iniquity with it. Using signs, miracles, wonders, evangelism, pastoring. Even all of the prophetic gifts are prostituted nowadays. And every youth pastor thinks he's an apostle. So the whole thing is prostituted inside the whore of Babylon. Truth anyhow. Okay, That's all burning up. We're winning on the holy mountain. It's all dying. It's decaying. A lot of them having a real hard time right now. Struggling? Why? Because your whole life is a flippin' lie. And you've only built in the valley of iniquity and mountains of iniquity with the seven fallen angels, principalities that have taught you your Christianity. So you're just going to get burnt up and it's going to get harder and harder and harder. You're going to try to hide yourselves from those who stand on the throne, crucified with the Lamb, that have become sunshines, which are actual apostles of the Lamb in these days. We even have goofballs out here in America say there's only 12 apostles of the Lamb. My Bible says anyone that overcomes is standing on the throne in the throne of the Lamb. That means you ain't a dim reflection, buckwheat. That means you're out rain brilliance of the light being. That means you're in the Lamb, nailed with the Lamb, and brilliant with all the Shekinah radiance of the Lamb of God, which is New Testament, New Torah. So, All the overcomers become sons, which means become apostles. (laughs) Woo! Issue is now we think in our little church club of iniquity, it's this high-ranking thing where we just brown-nose and stick our noses up each other's butts and call it apostolic order, and it's just an abomination. What you need to do is burn. You bring your heart, your soul, your mind, your strength, your Bible, and everything in it, and you go to the altar and just burn it up. So that your moonshine gets a greater shine, a greater reflection of Jesus, the apostle, author and perfector of your faith. Yes, your faith. Amen. You better rise to your God. The apostle's job is to get you up by kicking your butts. Because you're full of crap. You're full of fear, paranoia, doubt, unbelief, demonic teachings, doctrines of demons, earthly iniquity swamp water, false living water, false drunkenness, abomination, Tower of Babel, Tower of Jezebel, submission, anti-Tower of David, actually doing anything for God whatsoever. And that's very common. That's the majority of Christians in the earth now. And so the apostolic is coming like a staff of righteousness to burn up the swamp so that you can drink down in the earth. Oh my gosh, people. I remember when the drunken glory burst forth in 2008 it was so holy it was so pure there was no thought of sexual reality it turned into swamp water for most of them quickly it did people were getting into gross sin they started smoking weed drinking alcohol i watched most factions of the men and women i started out with with john crowder and benjamin dunn and david vaughn and all these men and women in the drunken glory in 2008 and it was a movement y'all and there was unity at the first there was honor for about a few months then the devils came in and beat the hell out of everyone and it was ugly and if fugly which is refrigerator make sure you clean it I can smell it from here clean your refrigerator because it was fugly it was so ugly so quickly people having dreams of all the leaders sleeping and having sex with fallen angels and fornicating with principalities and and drunk on the blood of the saints and the wine got weird it did no doubt about it it got so weird so quick that i had to cut myself off from almost all of them and very few could walk with me they began to call me religious because I wouldn't participate in their false freedom. Next thing you know, they're all perfect hyper-grace trying to save fallen angels and saving principalities, ministries worldwide, international, which is what they become now in the hyper-grace movement. They turned into the greatest false teachers of all time. They're teaching the stuff now that is the weirdest, worst, highest-level deception of any Christian ministry ever taught in the history of the world. That is actually accurate where some of the people I started out with are today in their ministries, and you'd be surprised, they still have 10,000 followers. Oh, 10,000 people that hate Red Letter Ministries' guts. (laughs) Half of them have actually dedicated their lives to our destruction, but they're the ones that are getting destroyed. It ain't easy kicking against the Holy Mountain. And like Bob Jones, who really is my prophetic father, he said, the more you're persecuted, the higher you go up to get out from amongst them. So what it does is it spurs you on to go higher because you're getting attacked. They're attacking your finances. They're attacking your ministry. They're attacking your reputation, your character assassination. They're lying, slandering, gossiping. They're slandering celestial bodies. They're they're doing everything wrong The demons do wrong and their father, the fallen angels do wrong and Cain's bloodline do wrong all the time towards you every single day. So how do you find a safe, peaceful place of amongst so many people hostile towards holiness hostile towards holiness you know where it is zion the mountain of blazing holy ghost fire much higher than you believe for right now it's above you it is above you the safe place now some of you don't need safe places because you're not even in the battle you've already Got your white picket fence. Congratulations. That's all the rewards you get for eternity. Because I'm I'm not going to lie to you. You can join the battle with me. Usually it's by financially partnering with us. A covenant partnership. Philippians 4 is the prescription for being in covenant with an apostleship. So some of you are in partnership. Some of you are in covenant with Red Letter Ministries. The other ones, you're just like those that come down to the river with the Pharisees. And just judge John the Baptist they never got in the water they didn't get baptized they just judged they wanted to see if it's God and then they go back to their little churches and talk about it gossip slander and and then of course pray for us because every one of these hypocritical hypocritical workers of iniquity prays for their enemies but they're not praying out of the Shekinah they're not pr- praying out of new Torah they're not praying out of Kavad, physical manifest glory they're not praying out of wealth they're praying out of poverty you know that's true <laughs> Kavod is the word in Hebrew for the weight of wealth of God's glory the first reference of Kavad which is something you need to grow and otherwise you'll practice sin your whole Christian lives is the weight of the wealth of the Treasury of glory on the inside and you better have it on the outside or the devil is robbing you in his thieving nature. And don't be mad at anyone else except yourself because you allowed them to linger around you. You can trim those branches and get the thieves around you away from you. You can cut them off. You don't have to feed the vampires in your life. That's not loving them. That's false love. Don't get them drunk on your blood, saints. Don't give the company of Jezebel, which is millions filled strong. The armies of Jezebel, which is most the charismatic church now, if we're honest with ourselves, truth anyhow, don't get them drunk with your blood. They're mosquitoes. Wear repellent. And then go into elevations, you know, say when the bugs are real bad. You raise your hand and they just go to the high place. Well, you raise your hand high enough, just raise your hands up into the glory cloud, hallelujah, and get to a place where there's no unclean thing. Isaiah 35. The highway of holiness, which is the narrow path of holiness, which means absolute sexual purity of spirit, thought, soul, mind, flesh, blood, and deed. The purity of the angels, which is called virginity, doesn't mean you don't have sex as husband and wife. It means that you don't have sex with demons. And you don't have sex with anyone unless it's husband and wife. And you can only have one husband and one wife. Amen. You, know, you have to say these things there's there's polygamists out here Mormons from Utah are watching right now but you know yeah you know, Joseph Smith brother yeah I know Joseph Smith was a 32nd degree Freemason warlock they take out all that all those things in the Bible you know you know it's a cult when they have their own Bibles you know I have 150 translations in my library I've read all of them. And I like mixing all of them into the Spirit as seed, as new Torah, and seeing as a gardener, because you're all gardening. You're gardening in your heart with every belief system, word you entertain inside you. That's what's growing inside your hearts in your gardens right now, as the, the very words you're entertaining right now. The words that have captured your fascination is what's growing in the garden of your heart. Truth anyhow. And you begin to judge. You need to judge what's growing inside your garden to see how much Shekinah you're actually walking in. Examine yourself to see if you'd be in the faith. And if there's weeds, you need to embrace a teaching that's like a weed whacker. The prophets are supposed to weed whack. And the prophets get better. Trust me, the whole body of Christ will be upgraded as the head grows in sunshine. As the head grows in starlight... Splendor Moonlight And the ability Of the planetary spheres Of our promised land Of the second heavens Book of Enoch It is written Those that understand That book and walk in it The far off and remote generation That causes all wickedness To be removed Which is exactly What this is now The true mature apostolic Of what Jesus Christ Actually walked in And what he actually taught As a promised land To be in the above realm Not just be born above John 3 But to actually Live and have Consciousness above and to have your movement and your being above all the time with no mixture below ruling and reigning below constantly recreating below by being in messiah whom the bible says is always above now understand two words technon and weos okay technon is the word used in the new testament for infant in christ weos is used for mature one with government on their shoulder Weos is only the above world, the only the above realm. There are many realms up there. In my father's house, there are many realms. If it we're not, so I'd tell you. Okay, realms. Technon and Weos. The Technon is earthly only. So you're like mostly all Technons, and don't think you're something more mature than you are, because then you're really screwed, because pride will block you from any emanation of the New Testament, which means you'll have no glory, you'll have no light, total darkness. And you'll even be cut off from the light you're stealing from me and others. In your life will go to hell. But if you receive the instruction of the Word of God, the ministry of the New Testament, and you honor the rabbi, you honor the apostle, you honor the mouth, you honor, honor the temple that has cultivated such an interpretation for such a Shekinah emanation. If you can bring honor to the Lamb of God formed inside the temple of God, and you begin to eat from that temple and reproduce after your own kind fruit-bearing trees, trees that bear fruit and fruit that lasts, then you'll know that a student can never be greater than its teacher. I don't think this generation really knows that because they don't understand anything about heaven and how it works. Otherwise, you would never have dishonor because you cut yourself off from any possibility of fruit bearing as a tree of life in the garden and the planting of righteousness, which is called being born again. Amen. If you understood God as a gardener, you cannot dishonor, you cannot contradict. You can only live in a fascination of what you don't have developed in the garden of your heart. Unless, of course, the light that you're judging by is the light of the fallen angels that are always critical of Jesus Christ that are always antagonistic of his interpretation of Torah. Scribes, Pharisees, teachers of the lot, what did they do? Matthew, Mark, they always antagonized, and they always contradicted. They always contradicted. Always. They never honored. The only ones that honored came to him secretly at night, which means like one out of 10,000, and that's about where we're at today with this valley of iniquity in the charismatic church of total leaven that has leavened the whole lump of all charismatic Christianity. All of it. Don't even sit there and justify it's God's church. No, God's church is in heaven. Firstborn in heaven. It is written. Your earthly church of charismatic stuff is the generation of iniquity, the whore of Babylon. Your charismatic church on earth that doesn't live in the above realm is the promised generation Not of God, of Satan. Truth, anyhow. That's why it's so bad out there. Because you have got full-blown into iniquity, which is the highest treason, antichrist possible realms you could ever put your soul in, in a hundred million years. Okay? Truth, anyhow. Now, how do we get out? We change our diet. We ascend. Now, if you read Revelation chapter 3, The Bible says they're in a mess. They think they're well-clothed. Jesus Christ had a different opinion. He said, you're down here in your apostolic, sign-in, wonder, charismatic, perfect church out here with all your itinerant ministers and your great conferences and you're all successful, doing really well. You think you're rich. You said you're poor. You think you're well-clothed. They had the nicest clothes. They had the nicest cars. They had total success in the realm of the natural. Looked just like Bethel Church right in California. God the Father says you're absolutely naked, which means you have no celestial clothing. Your whole charismatic success was below, even with a doctrine of open heavens. And that's an accurate, loving judgment of Bethel Church, Redding, California. And I believe many will arise out of Bethel. I believe many will arise out of Morning Star. Where? To the mountain of holiness. Zion. The realm of the overcomers in the cosmos, which is the Greek word world. Blessed are they who overcome the world and become above only. Now do you know anyone living above only all the time? You do not. We're pioneering it in red letter ministries. It's never happened before. That's why we deal with all the front lines warfare and opposition of ten thousand people getting private message anytime they come around Red Letter Ministries, warning, 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 warning. Every person coming out of the woodwork saying, Don't touch that ministry, toilet water, toilet water, false prophet, false prophet, cult, cult, cult. Because it comes with the territory. They say the same thing of any pioneer that was operating the apostolic forerunning of the kingdom of heaven every previous generation since Adam. That's what they said about Enoch upon the mountain. You're, you're a lone ranger, Enoch. Come down the mountain. We're all down here. It's Cain's family. In the teachings about God and the generation of Enosh, calling their idols Yahweh, Genesis 4, it is written, <laughs> when they began to invoke the name of Yahweh of hosts, Yahweh Sabaoth, upon what their hands had made. <laughs> The Bible says it was the greatest sin of all time. Now, today, we're like, oh, we don't do that. We just read about those old ancient devil worship in Nephilim in Genesis 4 through 6. You're worse. You're worse. You're not better. You're worse. You have invoked the name of names, Jesus Christ, who is Yahweh of hosts, to your man made earthly charismatic gifts of signs and wonders. And it's still earthly and you still haven't developed the above world at all, you're not even God-inside-minded, through your diaphragm, you go into the heavens. Lay hands on your belly, you'll be there right now. Unless, of course, you're a worker of iniquity. Then you have no heavens. And your whole Christian life is whoredom. Which means repent and bear fruit in keeping with repentance. Which means go up the tree of life. You haven't even started down here unless you're going up. Now, when you go up, you start to get tempted and tested by everything that's at every level as you go up. And the higher the level, yeah, the higher the devil. That is a a correct Assemblies of God doctrine that's established for a 100 years. Good doctrine, AG. Truth anyhow. They try to tell you in the glory stream that's not true. It is true. All this hyper-grace junk out there, I tell you, you don't know anything until your spirit and soul are standing on the sun i would question all your christian belief systems i would put them into the fire test everything with fire with today's fire test everything with the highest ranking apostolic manifestation in your generation and if it burns you guaranteed you need to burn it out of you and that's what red letter ministries is truth anyhow We're here with the archangels every day fighting for you, and we're mostly fighting against charismatic Christians every single day. And Rebecca was just reading to me from the final quest how the entire army of Satan was Rick Joyner's people in his book. That's what Jesus Christ told him, that the glory stream would be the highest ranking demonic forces opposing him and the sons of God that were coming up after him. Now that's in the final quest series and you can read that for yourself. Which book was that? Uh, The Torch and the Sword. The the third one in the final quest series. Read it for yourselves and get delivered. Amen. And realize the opposition ain't coming from Southern Baptists. Although we've had that. We've had some terrible Southern Baptist persecution. They stirred up, you know who they stirred up? The Assemblies of God people. The David Wilkerson people. 100,000 views of hating on me within the, within the first 24 hours last year in 2022. Just total animosity towards RLM. Why? Because of unicorn tongues. Like the Pentecostals were just ashamed to associate with their own ag boy. Just, oh, we just rid the world of that guy. Unicorn tongues. My God. You know what? If you have a problem, if you are so religious about the gifts of the Spirit, you are in a cult. If you have taken yourself so seriously and taken Jesus Christ in his glory, the glorious freedom of the sons of God, so unseriously, and you don't even know him inside your own spirit and your own rich treasury of glory in your cosmic realm of treasure, open up the treasure of heaven, how? Through your diaphragm. If that's not even open, you are most certainly in a man-made, man-controlled cult. You know, the assemblies of God is a cult denominations are all cults they're all ran by men the only thing not cult here people and it's not even your house churches it's what's run by the angels sent from his throne you know that's true that's biblically accurate anything that's not obedient to the higher angelic commandment the angels come with the commandment the new commandment which is the word of Jesus Christ commander of angel armies Lord of hosts if you are disobedient to the angels You are hiding under rocks, which is your own interpretation of the things divine. And you are isolating yourself from God. You have put yourself in cult. Cult just means man-made. Man-made. Why? Because you're making it. It's your hand. It's your head. It's your brain. It's not Jesus Christ's brain, brighter than the noonday sun in Acts chapter 9, if you read it. It's just your brain full of darkness. Dimwit. Why? Because it says we're dim reflections when we're living out of our brain. We're actually antichrist. Romans chapter 8, the carnal mind wars against the mind of Christ. If you're in your own brain, you're an antichrist. How do you get your brain to not be anti-apostle, which is Christ? Anti-sunshine, which is rabbi, which is holy, blazing, burning mountain of God in this place. How do you get your brain? By being renewed by hearing the word. And honoring the Word and eating the Word and letting it transform your mind. Renew your mind. He wants your minds to shine on the Word of God. A radiant mind. Shekinah. There's brilliance blazing out of Stephen's mind in Acts 7. Why is your mind so dark? Why is there mental illness? Why is there bipolar, schizophrenia? Why is there fear? Why is there sin? Why is there darkness? Why is there carnality? Why is there lust? because you've opposed the very mind of Christ if you honor the word from that blazing brilliant mind your brains will grow in splendor and your lives will grow in ease and comfort from the comforter instead of you comforting yourself through selfishness and greed Amen God is light in him there is no darkness at all we want God in our flesh Amen? The word made flesh. The word of life, the word of divine Shekinah light made flesh so that our bones are radiant. Our brains, our eyes are radiant. Eyes that sparkle. Eyes that flash with fire. Eyes of blazing Shekinah. True divine righteous love of all the obedience to the angelic commandment shining and radiating through our hearts and minds and bones and marrow. Why? Because the Word of God is welcome there. Hebrews 4.12 Which is the sacrificial dagger of anyone that's in a holy priesthood of a royal nation. The Word of God is the sword of the Spirit. Sharper than any two-edged sword to divide us under. The Spirit from the soul. And the bone from the marrow. And judging. Oh, we hate that. Yep, we need it. Because it's glory, judging darkness and you think the light in you is light it's actually darkness it's actually satan angel of light and we're going to just judge it out of you with a righteous judgment from a righteous white throne judgment seat of jesus christ cleansing his bride that's fresh out of the whorehouse fresh out of prostitution with boys girls and animals and birds and bees and reptiles and burying the image of the earthly instead of the heavenly which is what abomination is. That's what fornication is. Fornication, according to Revelation, is burying the image, in Romans 1, burying the image of the earthly. Human Christianity is fornication. Charismatic Christianity that's earthly is fornication with demons 100% of the time. Truth in you. Now, if you get into the heavenly... Out of your belly flows rivers into the heavenly. Stay above. Don't go down below. Don't Anyone that comes below, Woe to the inhabitants of the earth, Satan throw down to you. You're with Satan's. And Cain's race, which is religion, and their offspring, which are all demons and evil spirits, and you're going to have a terrible time. Now come out of her, my people. It is written into the Enoch's door, Revelation 4.1, which is Enoch's door, into the heavenly. And learn how to stay there obeying your angels that live there angels test you in fire from the word of God constantly and they clean you up as you go up and the more you obey them your holy sent angels from God's presence just like everyone in the New Testament if you read it it's all angels and as you obey them sent from God how will we know did Jesus come in the flesh that's all you got to ask the angel and they will rejoice, worship Jesus. Yes, Jesus came in the flesh. I'm a servant of Jesus Christ, a fellow servant with you, like John on Patmos, Book of Revelation, it is written. Now let's go up, okay? Pass the test, let's go up. Get over yourself. So now we're going up. Now you'll be with the angels, and they'll teach you behavior. Your behavior, your thoughts, your lives, well, all of it cleans up, clears up. You don't, You can't practice religion around angels. No, you can't around demons you can in darkness and self-justify but you can't with the holy angels holy angels hate religion they hate Satan the religious devil holy angels will clean you up clear you out they'll get all the fear out of you they'll get all the doubt worry unbelief out of you they'll get all the disobedience they'll get all the lust and fornicating out of you so that you will be pure and spotless why because the angels are pure and spotless the company you've kept by obeying the word they bring from your father in heaven. If you disobey the word, you just get religion. And that's what's wrong with half of you. You just obey man's religion and always disobey the angels. So you're as fake as fake gets. Go back to the last commandment of angels. It's usually bring financial sacrifice and start obeying angels because you have to be tested in sacrificing the natural realm and the wealth and the power and the money Of the natural realm to be entrusted with anything of the spiritual realm and that's not greed that's bible get over yourselves get over the offense that has fenced you in if you don't bring sacrifice you don't bring honor it's a protocol of angelic activity that the charismatic church always hardens their heart towards so many guys so many you know it's a it's a whole plague out there of a poverty principality And if it's not poverty, it's greed and idolatry, we can't have any of it. We need angel protocol, ability and actions and attitudes of holy, innocent angels. And once you're enculturated in the angelic, you'll go up into a greater angelic. That's what glory to glory actually is truth anyhow your current measure of success and obedience to Jesus Christ and the upward heavenly calling is always directly reflected by how many holy angels are in you and around you no exceptions ever and you know that's the truth anyhow Bob Jones watching the whole line of people go into heaven this woman was a great prayer warrior she that's why she has all the angels this woman was a backbiter of the Saints zero angels with that woman guys zero angels jesus said well you're saved by grace but you have no rewards no house in heaven you stand out in the prairie with no little house on the prairie truth anyhow you don't even get a shack there's no shack for you like the you're homeless in heaven and god ain't feeling bad for you. no one is they know that you lived a selfish life on earth and you were mostly sinful but you had the seed of the word of God in your spirit. So you're saved by grace, but you have nothing in heaven. You're homeless, literally homeless in heaven for eternity. Zero angels. The ones that have mansions, a thousand mansions, a hundred mansions in this life and in the life to come, Jesus Christ, red letters. That's what Jesus said. A hundred mansions in this life and a hundred mansions in the life to come. That's exactly what New Torah says. They have armies, guys. They have, why? Because they obeyed whatever the first commandment was from the angels after they're born again. Doesn't mean they were perfect, but they realize if I disobey God and what the word of God and the commandment today in my daily bread is, the angel bread is the obedient word of God that I can obey and rise from the dead by obedience to the word from the angels. That's how you rise from the dead. Angels lift you on their wings because your spirit's fed by angels and you go up from glory to glory through obedience to the word of God from heaven through angels. Ministering spirits sent to help you inherit salvation. Not the salvation of the charismatic church. The salvation of a hundred mansions on earth and a hundred mansions in heaven. And that's Jesus Christ's red letters. Troth's anyhow. We want you to have A hundred mansions, and I know the the zealots out here right now, I'm going to have a hundred and one. You just start with coming out of Little House on the Prairie, Buckwheat. You just start with moonshine. I know the zeal of these people out here. They hear stuff like this and they're like, 101, I'm going to have a thousand mansions, and right now they live in an apartment or they live in their mom's basement. They live in their mom's basement. Listen, guys, you need to have an accurate assessment of where you're at, which means burn up your whole life and see what's left. Let the Holy Ghost burn you up and see how much of it is actually silver, gold, and gemstones through believers testing in the fire of the glory of the apostolic teaching, apostolic doctrine of the Word of God, the real rabbis. The bigwigs in Jerusalem, they're called an Acts. I went and visited Peter, Paul, and James and those that are considered pillars In Jerusalem, Apostle Paul, it is written. Which means I go up to the rabbis of the new covenant of the kingdom of heaven being established through the apostles of the Lamb. And you know what Paul said? I let him test, interrogate me, test me, try me inside and out. I'm not out here just Apostle Paul's Christianity versus John and James. He ain't like that, y'all. He went in and got totally burnt up With the testing of fire of John, James, Peter, oh my God. The guys that were discipled face to face by Yahweh of hosts, Jesus. Paul said they didn't add anything to my message because Paul had already tested himself in fire. I think he walked in such, such a tremendous fear of God that he allowed everything to be judged and burnt up that could possibly be judged and be burnt up. I think he allowed himself to get burnt up more than even Peter and James and those that were the pillars of Jerusalem's church. I think so. I think that's what the Bible says, which means the more severely you judge yourself in the fire of the word of God, the less severely God will judge you. Now Jesus said the same thing. The measure you have towards yourself be the measurement you have towards others. Judge not lest you be judged. And we're like, oh yeah, don't judge. You know, we want the judgment of the white throne. I want the judgment of the full Shekinah of the Lamb of God. Otherwise, I'm going to be harboring stuff of the human nature down in the earthly dimension. I'll be, have dust on my head. We need to arise from the dust and the dirt of the human into the angelic through the white throne judgment seat of Christ it's a beautiful thing and it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood a beautiful day in the neighborhood a beautiful day in the neighborhood won't you be judged and burnt up and offer and present your bodies as a living sacrifice holy and acceptable to God through fire You know, the New Testament says God doesn't receive anything through fire. Anything that comes around me, I put on the altar. Every donation, every offering, good, bad, and ugly. Some of it burns. Some of it's rejected. Some of it's received. God inhales some of it. I'm not going to lie to you, not all of it. A lot of it is actually quite wicked. And even the human trying to be reverent towards God is often blasphemy. That's why you need to be tested in fire out there for years, often, before you even come around the Apostles, otherwise you become antichrist, like half these goofballs in around the Apostles in the New Testament. You see the same reactions around the Apostleship and Red Letter Ministries the last 17 years, nothing diff- different, the Biblical precedent laid out in the Word of God, and you see the reaction. Why? Because they haven't been refined in fire. They haven't learned to bring sacrifice that God accepts as holy. They still bring sacrifice that they judge as holy. Self-righteousness, pride, wickedness, abomination, beast judgment, mark of the beast judgment, unrenewed mind, carnal judgment, everywhere. And you get offended when God just says, nope, 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 nope. He's given you the seven spirits of God, seven blazing torches, so you can learn the yes, 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 yes. But you want to cling to your human nature and God says, no, 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 no. Burn it. Otherwise, you'll never grow. And you're going to learn through being rejected by being burnt up in fire. God disciplines scourges. What's a scourging? Doesn't mean he says, go pick a switch and beats you on the back. That's nonsense. It means he rejects what you think is a good sacrifice that he would receive. Truth anyhow. These people are so goofy. I rejected a stuffed animal and 15 people lost their minds and blocked me off of Facebook. That happened last month. I can't believe how far gone this charismatic church is. It's shocking. You're going to be rejected in far more than stuffed animal offerings. Everything that's not angel and the nine classes of angel will be rejected in you, throw you around you constantly as you rise. That's what the fire refines until you're as angelic as the angel of the Lord Jesus Christ in Genesis, maker of heaven and earth. Yahweh! Be fully formed on you, in you, around you, and His name written on your forehead. Yahweh, the Father's name, is about to be written on some of us. Not just theoretically, not just spiritually. Physically, in the realm of the natural. On the forehead. The seal of the Father's name. Which means this person is exactly as obedient as the seven archangels of the throne of God. Woo! Amen. That's the truth. When the Father's name is inscribed on you, Yahweh of angel armies, Yahweh Sabbath, He might do it in Latin just to mess with you Hebrew Pharisees. He might do it in English and with a couple letters wrong just to mess <laughs> With you Greek Pharisees, yeah, your Bible, tra- your scribes, teachers, a lot of law, Pharisees out here. He might mess mess you up. He'll write it out in pig Latin first. Oh man, y'all, <laughs> you <y'all> wait. <laughs> oh man, ever pig Latin? Oh jeez, I remember when her first third pig Latin. I'm like man, that's cool. It's like our own little code language in the third grade. Mm. Anyway, he's that way anyhow. God's always challenging you to have more glory and less carnality. See, the discipleship of the Father, Father of lights, is for more light, which is the radiance of the Shekinah of the glory cloud. He wants to see you like the bow in the cloud after a rain. Blazing like lapis lazuli and and sapphire was the appearance of the throne, Ezekiel 1. He wants you to be a throne in the Father's house, Isaiah 22, 23. There's a whole... Promised land for all y'all to rise from the dead by what I said, to have your own throne in our dad above. Amen. To be completely cosmic, celestial, ruling from the heavenly angelic sphere with Jesus Christ for a thousand years, Revelation five ten, it is written. Do you want to overcome the cosmos, world planetary systems, or do you want to die in the earthly? Clinging to your own belief systems and doctrines of charismatic iniquity. Amen. We'll see you guys tomorrow. amen let the cheerful givers give not reluctantly nor under compulsion God loves a cheerful well to do well meaning giver who gives through the revelation for the advancement of God's will given to men set apart sanctified and led by cherubim lightnings in this world you need to understand Red Letter Ministries is only led by cherubim lightning upon our literal minds daily. Continuously with the angels and we never backslide, we never go down. Consistently going from glory to glory against all opposition in this Babylon the Great for 23 years. Partner with this apostolic ministry, it's coming into covenant with what God is doing in the leadership of the entire body of christ worldwide and that my friends is the truth anyhow and you should come with that same expectation and reverence every day as you participate with god's holy armies on the holy mountain called zion in the name of jesus christ of angel armies amen